James Walker and his little brother Jackson were having a lot of fun playing in their neighbor's garden after school. James Walker was teaching Jackson to climb some of the small trees and then jump down out of them. But while James Walker wasn't watching, Jackson had climbed too high in one of the taller trees and now he was crying and he wouldn't move and it was getting late and James Walker was scared. What, what was he gonna do? He couldn't just leave his brother in the tree while he went for help. Well, just then their dad came through the garden searching for him since they hadn't come home for, su for supper. And right away he saw the problem and he stood under the tree looking up at Jackson. What will dad do? James Walker wondered. Would he climb the tree too? Jackson was really high up, but dad didn't climb up. Instead, he called to Jackson, jump down. Jackson, I'll catch you. Wow, thought James Walker. Will Jackson really jump from way up there? I don't know if I could do that. It's scary. Well, Jackson was scared too, and he kept on crying, but his dad talked quietly and gently, saying, Come on, Jackson, jump right down into my arms. I'll catch you and put you on the ground, and you'll be just fine. After what seemed like a long time, Jackson fearfully slid off the branch and jumped into his father's arms. James Walker couldn't bear to watch, but just as Dad had promised, he caught Jackson and put him safely on the ground. James Walker, wait, Jackson really needed faith in his father to get safely out of that tree. He had to believe his father would do what he said, which was catch him. And he had to do what his father told him to do, which was jump. Today, we're going to see how Moses and Aaron and all the Israelites really needed faith in God if they were ever going to get out of Egypt. They had to believe what he said, trust him to do what he promised, and then obey and do what they told him, what God told them to do. They showed their faith by obeying. Let's see what we can learn from them that will help us have faith in God and obey him. Faith in God is like the story. It's not just knowing about him or saying we believe in him. Faith confidently believes what he says, trusts him to do what he promises, and obeys his commands. Even when we can't see what he's doing or understand how he will keep his promise. So faith is believing what God says, trusting him to do what he promised, and obeying him no matter what. Over and over, Moses and Aaron took the same message to Pharaoh, but Pharaoh kept on telling them, No, I will not let your people go. God even caused plagues to happen in Egypt. Nine plagues, y'all learned about last week. The Nile River was turned to blood, and all the fish died, and that's where they bathed and got their water. Frogs, then gnats and lice, then the locusts invaded Egypt. Animals died and people got sick. And there was a huge hailstorm and even three days of complete darkness. And last week, Mo Pharaoh sent for Moses one more time after the plague of darkness. And he told the Israelites they could go and worship the Lord but they had to leave their livestock behind.
When Moses told him that wasn't possible, he still wouldn't let them go, and he shouted angrily at Moses. In Exodus 11, verse 4 through 8, I'm going to read to y'all what he said. Moses spoke God's final words to Pharaoh. The Lord has said that he will go out in the land of Egypt at midnight, and the firstborn in every family will die. From the firstborn of Pharaoh who sits on his throne to the firstborn in the poorest home and even the firstborn of the cattle. There will be loud crying all over Egypt, greater than you have ever heard. But there will be no deaths and no crying among the Israelites so that you will know that the Lord makes a difference between the Egyptians and his own people. Then your officials will come to me and bow down and beg us to leave Egypt. And then, then we will go out of Egypt. And Moses left the palace. God had given Moses and Aaron specific instructions about how his people were to prepare for this last plague and for leaving Egypt. Moses called all the leaders together and explained the instructions to them. And then they took it to all the people. The instructions were very important. If the people had faith in God, which is believe what he said and trust him to keep his promise, and if they followed his instructions exactly, their firstborn would be saved from death when God went through the land, and they would be ready to leave Egypt at a moment's notice. The leaders said to the people, God says that you should go to your Egyptian neighbors and ask for gold and silver. This may sound strange, but the Israelites had worked as slaves to the Egyptians for many, many long years, and they never got paid for it. So God, he made the Egyptians willing, and they gave the Israelites many valuable things. And the Israelites, they needed this to help pay for all everything that they would need to go on their trip to leave Egypt. They worked hard and they deserved it. And in Exodus 10 verse 3, the leaders also gave people God's other instruction. On the 10th day of the month, every father must choose a one-year-old lamb for his family. If his family's too small to eat a whole lamb, he can share it with his neighbor. The lamb must be a male, and it must be perfect. It can't have any injuries or disease. God told him to keep the lamb for four days. Well, then, on the 14th day of the month, kill the lamb and save some of its blood in a little basin, which is just a bowl. Dip a bunch of hyssop. Hyssop is a bushy plant that grows on rocky surfaces in that area. And God said, dip a bunch of hyssop in the blood and put the blood on the top and sides of the doorframe of your house. Then take your whole family and go inside the house. Close the door and stay there until morning. The Lord will pass through the land that night and the firstborn of all the Egyptians will die. The only safe place will be inside a house that has blood above and on the sides of the door. And did you know that all of this is the beginning of months that we have now? 
Okay, back to the story. Inside the house, the whole family was ready to leave. They must roast the lamb and prepare a meal. They were to make enough bread to eat to take with them on their trip. Since they didn't have much time, God told them to make it without yeast. When it was baked, it was like a flat bread, like a cracker. They also had to pack their stuff and get ready to travel. They had to be dressed in their traveling clothes, have their shoes on, their feet, and their walking sticks in their hands before they ate their meal together. This would show their, their faith in God, that they believed what he said and obeyed his instructions. The meal they were to eat together that night was called Passover because God had said he would pass through the land at midnight and all the firstborn of the Egyptians would die. But when he saw the blood on the doors of the Israelite homes, he would pass over them and no one there would die because they had shown their faith in God by obeying his instructions. The Bible tells us that when the Israelites heard all this, they bowed down and worshiped God. They had seen God's power and they believed he was going to deliver them from slavery. They did exactly what God had told them to do. At midnight, the Lord struck down all the firstborn in Egypt, from the palace to the prison and even the cattle. We don't know exactly how he did it. We just know that one night they all died, just like God had said. Pharaoh and his officials and all the Egyptians got up in the night and they found their oldest son in every home dead. There was great, great crying throughout the land, just like God had told him there would be. But there was no death and no crying among God's people because God had passed over their homes when he saw the blood on the doors. Pharaoh couldn't wait until the morning. In the middle of the night, he sent for Moses and Aaron, Get out of our land, he commanded. Get away from us, you and all your people. Go, serve the Lord, as you have said. Take your flocks and your herds, just get out. And he said, please pray for me. What? Wow, what a strange thing for Pharaoh to say. Was he finally beginning to recognize that Moses and Aaron and the Israelites' God was actually the one true God? The Egyptians rushed to their Israelite neighbors, saying, Hurry, get out! Get away from here, or we shall all be killed! There was no time to bake the rest of the bread they had mixed, so they took the dough with them, wrapped up in bundles on their backs. Soon all the families were ready to travel and lined up for their journey out of Egypt. Now they realized how important it had been to obey God in faith because they had to leave quick and the lord did as he had promised he freed his people from slavery on that night they had been in egypt for 430 years and now this huge group of people probably close to 2 million plus all their animals were finally going to the land that the lord had promised would be theirs they were finally free god kept his promise Pharaoh refused every opportunity to believe, and each time God brought greater judgment on the, the Egyptians. But the Israelites, they believed what God said, 
trusted him and obeyed, and they were saved from death and freed from slavery. And remember, the purpose of the Passover meal is to remember how God had passed over the Israelites' homes and kept the children safe. And it also helped them remember how God brought them out of Egypt. Well, God has made a way for us to be saved from the punishment for our sin. And the Bible says the punishment of sin is death. God's son Jesus came to earth and died to take that punishment for us. Now, if we have faith in God, we can have God's gift gift of salvation. Even today, God's people are saved by the blood of a lamb. Jesus is just like the unblemished, those perfect lambs that didn't have any injury or disease. He's perfect, and the Israelites were to use those lambs, remember, on Passover night. But we don't put Jesus' blood on our door frames, do we? Instead, when we trust in Jesus to save us from our sins, we are in a sense, it's kind of like we're covered by his blood because he died and shed his blood for us. And we're saved. And now God, now when God brings judgment, rather than facing punishment, God will pass over us and forgive our sins.